Hi, everybody. Just for a moment, I want to I wanna start your attention off with, uh, with something. So I just want us to think about our homes for a moment and uh, where we see other countries embedded in our own lives. So I want you to think about your own house and I want you to think about, is there sugar in your kitchen? Or how about corn and wheat products, coffee and tea, fruits and nuts? Or what if we were to head over to your closet? Do you have shirts that are made up from cotton? Do you have sweatshirts made from cotton? Any clothes made from cotton? You see, all of these items are actually major exports from countries in the Northern Triangle of um, a region of Central America that consists of Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras, and they're all right in our daily lifestyle, regardless of where we are, um, whether it's the United States or different parts of the world. Hi everyone, my name is Sarah Lightheart, and we're here on college, police brutality, climate change, and data privacy issues in the United States, um, an episode that is a part of the Students for Social Justice podcast. Today we're going to be honing in on how climate change impacts in the Northern Triangle are affecting us in our own homes, and how we can resonate. And we'll be discovering that in this segment called The Ground Between Us. I want to touch on a few various points in this segment, the first being the importance of trade between the countries from the Northern Triangle in the United States. So each of us tuning into this podcast have some relation to life in the United States, whether it be that you were born and raised, maybe you moved here, or, you know, in terms of LMU, you'll be attending college here hopefully at some point when COVID-19 settles down. But taking that into account, it's critical to remember that the goods that we use every day in our lives here in the U.S. not only greatly impact our lives, but the lives of those producing those goods. So according to author Daniel Workman from worldtopexports.com, importers from the United States bring in about 79.8% of Guatemalan exports. That's the majority of Guatemalan exports, and some of these include things like coffee, tea, spices, fruits, aided clothing and accessories, or sugar, just to name off some. But as of 2019, these exports made up for about $11.2 billion of the country's economy, and a billion, billions of dollars that end up in our homes, thanks to the work of those people, the hard work of those people. And according to the United States Department of Agriculture, as of 2016, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador nearly imported uh, about 5.9 billion of the ad, uh, dollars of the agricultural products, more than 40% of which came from the United States. That is a massive amount of, of imports coming into the United States from the Northern Triangle countries. And I'm telling you all this data because I wanted to support the vital role that the U.S. plays in the economy of the Northern Triangles. The U.S. is one of the top contributors to the Northern Triangles' international economy, but if the effects of climate change, such as rising ocean levels, tropical storms, and other changing weather patterns continue to worsen, the agricultural industry of these nations will reap the destructive effects. We could be seeing a massive loss of crops, leading to decreased amounts 
of U.S. imports and all leading to a deficit in the amount of food and clothes missing from from our homes here in the U.S. Switching thoughts on this segment, I want to draw our attention to another subtopic that might seem distant from our homes, but when we talk about violence and crime in any community, it's a universal issue. What I want to discuss with you now is is crime and violence in the Northern Triangle and, and how it correlates with climate change. In Crime, Hard Times, and Discontent, authors Mitchell Seligison and John Booth do an excellent job of breaking down two major challenges in countries in this in Central America, including the Northern Triangle. And two of those challenges are a massive rise in crime and gang violence and the global economic crisis. Seligison and Booth discuss how countries such as Honduras, who have experienced a coup in 2009, face multiple challenges when it comes to turmoil between communities, civil unrest, gang violence, sexual violence, and other violent-related issues. According to the research as well, in 2009, in October alone, 411 residents in El Salvador were murdered. And according to the United Nations Development Program, UNDP, the Northern Triangle has become the world's most violent area outside of certain war-torn parts of Africa. I say this because with all the environmental issues on the rise, and referring to what I touched on only a couple minutes ago in our previous point, the rise in frequency and strength of environmental disasters could possibly lead to an increase in resource scarcity, making tensions within Central America worse. The high crime rates today could continue to rise to tomorrow and the next day, and the following. The climate crisis trickles down into the cracks of so many other social justice issues, and an even- Travels back up into our lives up here in the US. You see, with a, de- with a decrease in exportations it can lead to an increase in scarcity of goods in the United States, which can lead to an increase in inflation. And then we might just begin to see some of the issues happening in Central America happen in, in, our, own, in our own lives. as this podcast kind of is on the home stretch here i know we only talked about a couple subtopics today and there are plenty others left to discuss but i do want to leave you with one important note that i hope that you carry with you
We are all connected by the world we walk on. It's the same ground that carries our homes, our food, family, friends, and strangers. And this connection leads to a responsibility that we have. It's vital that we cherish this responsibility. We see suffering and violence and crime in the Northern Triangle countries, and although it might feel distant to us, we must remember that we can help. By reducing our carbon footprints, we can stop the trickling. We must do our part because we are responsible for one another and it stems beyond our kitchens and closets and it comes to the most important part of our lives, our hearts. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this segment of the podcast. And with this, I leave you with a simple question. How can you do your part? Thank you.